Hello, awesome people. Welcome to the podcast. I am your host, Janae Wildheart, and this is The Warrior. How are you guys doing on the hump day? We made it up the hill, and we're going to go down and slip to Tuesday tomorrow. So um, before we get started, let's praise God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Father God, you are awesome, you're majestic, you're King of Kings and Lord of Lords. You are Messiah, you are Jehovah Jireh, you are Yahweh. And Father, rid me of Janae Wildheart. Do not let nobody hear me or hear me speak, but hide me behind the cross of Calvary. And let your words speak totally through the sword of the Bible. And with I pray that I had your protection and that the enemy be kept at bay and that your righteous right hand be with the world in the way the world is. And Father, we love you. We pray you and bless you through all things. We give you praise. Amen. Okay, I don't mind this one. If your kids are in the room, leave them in the room because I think they, I'm not a parent, but I think our. Our kids need to know what is going on. And as Christmas approaches, well, I think they need to leave the room. Let me rephrase that. If you have kids, tell them to go play. This is not for their ears. Um, Not till they're about 17. Yeah. (laughs) But if you're afraid of bullness and... If you're afraid of the truth, you might want to shut me off. Um, just saying, I really think we all need to hear this message, not non-Christian, but Christians like. Because I think we as Christians have missed the platform of what Jesus has set before us with the Great Commission. And I, like I always start... Do not be confined to this world with the renewal of your mind, meaning digging in the word of God. That is a platform of this podcast. It's God and the word of God. And standing up for what's right and being bold in our faith. Fight a good fight of faith and not just cower down to the world, which half of us have done. But it's also what I have on my refrigerator. It says, to me, to live is Christ and to die is gain. If you die to this world, man, it's a whole different ballgame. It's like God opens a portal of the truth and more to it, you know. And on a side note, you guys, bear down with me. I am suffering from sinuses badly. So I kind of got a sinus infection, so bear down with me. Well, if I had to put a title to this one, this is Selfish World. A Selfish Society. And I, if I, I was, I took notes today. I'm going to start. 
um, I think we become why me or why or the world. And I want, no, that doesn't sound right. It's selfish. Even to the point of putting First Corinthians down. We shouldn't even put it in our vows, in our marriage ceremonies. Well, if we do that, we are Christians. No. We're not Christians if we do it. You're a Christian whether you're not, whether you do or don't. That verse has more to it than any verse that never in the host in my world. That verse should be a platform of the way you act towards others and towards what you have with God. And that went out the window, but what I said, what it is, is a selfish society of it's all about me and what I can get out of it. And not what we can do for others. I read a book and I don't have it in my notes, but I read a book by Max Gato, who's my favorite author. Talks about taking First Corinthians, breaking it down, and bringing our name to it. You know how many thoughts I had in that whole discussion of that? A lot. But God took it, put Jesus' name, it's spotless. And we do not put ourselves in that. We're all about me, me, me. Even our lifestyle reflects it. That's what said our lifestyles become about us. It ain't about what we can do for others. It's about loving ourselves and loving what God does. What we can do for ourselves. So, with that said, I want to talk about this. And I was listening to Titus Neal just a while ago. And that's what brought it on. And Nick Nemes, my favorite wrestler, was on there. And so was Natalia, which is a woman wrestler. And they were talking about charities and stuff that they do. And one thing that Dolph said really made me happy. He said, love seeing the fans smile and meeting you brought great, brought, I bet it brings about 10 million smiles to this heart. And that's one thing we don't do. It's all about us. Come and see me. You know, come and do my thing. You know, being there for a friend is different, but if you're not doing the right thing, you might as well quit. But what do I mean by that? If you want people to come and see you, they can know. So, man, I'm doing a gig, come and see me. If they show up, make them realize that room made me feel good. Thank you. Thank them. You know, we, we're we all about ourselves, and I'm going to say it throughout the podcast. We're all about self. Um, my friends, my friend Judson and my other friend Mary, they're both my best friends. And they play music, but when they lived in South Carolina, I went to their gigs. 
you know what? I got more blessing than they did for them to see me because I blessed them by showing up. That you don't even have good money. All you got to do is show up. What made my what made me happy when my stepmother passed away? My one of my best friends showed up. My best friend, not my family. My best friend showed up. And you know what? I got blessed to know that somebody took time out of their schedule. To say, hey, Janae, I'm right here for you. We don't have to give money. It's about showing up and showing out for God. Another thing we don't do is give. We don't give. We give hush money away, and that's it. It's all about money and not about self. I mean... It's about money and not about giving of yourself. That's what I meant. And we get caught up in the world when of here's the money, make it go away. You know, in the world that we live in now, it's poverty level. There are people on the streets right now. Whether they did it to themselves or otherwise. Shouldn't be judged. And I'm at fault. I do it too. I judge. And you know what? God said, you know, you don't know their circumstances. And the Lord, please forgive me when I get like that. But we got homeless people all around the world. Give you this. Give you an example. Me and my friend went to Florida. Miami. You see the good. The ugly, but you haven't seen the worst. On a vacant street of Miami, there are vacant buildings. And in the middle of the doorways are homeless people. Not one of them have asked, not one person probably asked, I will take you up. Here's food. Probably. Because we're going to act like it don't belong. We don't see that part of the world. We only see the good in it. I mean, the what we want to see. My bad. And we pretend that it ain't there, like I said. You know how many people I see homeless every day? Millions. Yeah, I live in Anderson, South Carolina. It's almost like Greenville. It's big. Not big building, big skyscraper, but it's a big town. It's a big city. But most of the majority are homeless people. And you know what? It breaks my heart. Some of them are on the bus. Going to the homeless shelters. And, man, I, I I don't pity them, but I feel bad because nobody wants to help out. They want them to come to them, not them come to them. They want them to come, that the church want them to come to them instead of the vice versa. And that brings 
to the great commission, go, the, go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. I will give kudos to a friend of mine at church that does a homeless ministry, a street ministry. She goes out, collects stuff for the homeless, not funded by the church. She goes out and does the will of God, her and her roommate. Now that is what we're supposed to do. I'll tell you, we need to get our hands dirty. And I'm going to say, I don't give a rat's rear end if a pastor gets mad at me or not. If you got a bus sitting in your in your parking lot at church, use it. Find somebody that needs a bus to get the homeless up to the church. It shouldn't be us, us sitting on our hands and putting hush money. It should be us getting off our rear end and doing it. And I'm not putting myself, I'm not boasting or bragging. But there's time today, I'm not boasting or bragging. My regular walk with Dixie turned out to be me picking up the picking up the property for the maintenance man. That was my not my do-do list for deeds. And I'm gonna get to that in a minute. But it was something to say, man, I'm gonna give you a leave rope here. You got more on your plate. I, I see that you're struggling. Let me help you out. That's the way we should be. Um, not busting bragging, but my similar check, I spent most of it, most of it on giving it away. I don't care about money. People think I, I do, but I don't. You need to survive and all, but I don't. And we should be good stewards about that. Um, another thing I want to touch on, and I forgot that sidetrack. We we don't use our time wisely. We're kind of like me when I went to. It's kind of funny. My stepmother had me buy all new clothes for a mission trip. Went to West Virginia, and <laughs> tell you the truth. When I came back from doing the will of God, when I got done doing what we need to do that day, my clothes were messy. Um, no, don't be afraid to get dirty. You know, even Jesus got dirty. He even walked in horse manure, probably in camel. In those days, they had camel walking in feces. You know what? Little dirt don't hurt none because it washes right off. Second, another point I wanted to put it to use is a to-do list. You know, like I said, I ride the bus. There was this guy got on the bus. His words were, and I quote, he paid for the woman in front of him. And he said, and I quote, that's my good deed for the day. 
That's not how Jesus works. And neither does God. If your day is making a list of things that you've done for people, you might as well quit your you might as well just give money. Because it says in the word of God, it says it black, white, and red, and red is where Jesus spoke, that we need to do with without nobody knowing. Don't let your right hand know what your left is doing. Meaning, don't pray around and blow what you do. You know, I do a lot for a lot of things, and I don't, I don't make lists. Here's my day. I gave money to church. I tithe. When I pay bills, I have to remind myself I gotta pay something. But when you're sitting there saying, "I done this, 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 this," and make it a to-do list, then you need to sit home and be unknown. That is mean. And it's non-Christ-like. If you have to be a list to do God's will, then you need to quote now. Because it, Jesus didn't keep the list. He didn't keep records wrong. And he sure in heck did not keep of how much stuff we do for each other. That was not Jesus in tenor in um in tenorary for his day. And it, on a side note, I have problems and it's physical. So bear down one on that. Another thing we don't do is love. We don't love each other. In this society, it is all about hate. We had, um, what is that? Black Lives Matter. What the heck, man? All lives should matter. It ain't about race, race group, ethnic group. It's about loving each other as Christ has loved you and the church. He died for you. Says John 3, 16, you've known it since you were young. It says, um... John 3, 16, for God so love the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. Jesus was about love, even when he talked to Peter in the last part of John. The last part of John, he asked, do you love me, Peter? And Peter was so grieved. He said, you know all things. You know I love you. And feed, clothe my sheep. Teach them the gospel. Preach the word of God. Because you are going to be executed for your faith. Take you places where you don't want to go. And people are going to do mean stuff to you. Because of me. We got to love just as Jesus loved us. And it brings me back to the movie. Um, if you ever seen the ref, it has um, Kevin Spacey and um, another actor, and he's telling his mom, he said, "I'm for next Christmas, I'm gonna buy you a cross because every time you feel like you you don't be appreciated, 
I want you to get on that cross and nail yourself to it. That's the way we should be. If you feel so unappreciated about what you do for God, get up on the cross and do what he did and see how you feel. He feels the same way when we do it to him. We shouldn't do unto others what people do to us. We should forgive. And that's a long-time practice that I had to preach because I had trouble forgiving myself. Um, but we got to love one another and forgive one another and forgive ourselves so the gateway can be open for us to heal and be more than conquerors in Christ. Another one is hope. My saying always for a better tomorrow. Don't hope for things that don't exist. Hope for things that do exist, that God will give you all things according to his will and riches. And you never know, he might give you what you want and missed. So hope for a better tomorrow. And last but not least, have faith. If you have faith of mustard seed, you will be saved and move mountains. But having faith, meaning trusting God, living to the maximum of God's calling, and loving one another as Christ loved you, and loving yourself at the end of the day. You know, I said we need to be what God and Jesus showed us. You know that Christmas is hard to be there. It's hard. Be there for people. Shot, the shot, cover shot, government, etc. aside, we need to stop being about self. We need to be there for people. And I have more notes in this. You know. This is me turning the pages. There's homeless, how to get active in this, giving. There's homeless, go to a homeless shelter. Toys for Tots. Um, Every store now these days has Toys for Tots. Give a toy, man. Kids are don't have what Toys for Tots is, is army families. Don't have dads or moms, so they help with toys. The list goes on. What really brings to me is hardship and other but depression. We need to learn how to love. For Corinthians is the best key in faith. It says in the end of First Corinthians, it says, um, it says, faith, hope, and love in the greatest of these is of love. It also says, do unto others as you have done to them. Bless them that persecute you. Bless them that pray. Bless them that persecute you and do wrong to you. I learned a lot of lessons from the Bible. But you know what really hits me the most? During Christmas, we forget who God is, Jesus is. Why we have Christmas. And I tell you what, Christmas is the hardest time of the year. I said once and saying it again. 
it is hard. People with depression, I can, I, I'm an advocate for it. I will stand up for what's right in this. I'll tell you what, suicide is at its rate. Christmas was, I'm going to close with this, okay? And if I start crying, I'll, I'll, don't have pity on me. But when it comes, when it came to Christmas, I cried. And I told Sterling and said again, I was at my niece's pageantry that they had at the church. I couldn't sit still because I was crying so bad. I had panic attacks. I still kind of do because of anxiety, but as far as depression, no. But, you know, people have depression. Depression is real. It ain't just made of BS. And if you say, well, I had a bad childhood. Yeah, everybody had a bad childhood, but you know what? When you don't know how to deal with the things that come your way and you're stuffing it, it turns out to be a war zone that you can't win. And it takes God and medicine to work together. Be there for a person that has depression. Be there for each other. Love one another as Christ has loved us. And you know what? This will be one hell of a better place. We just put the racist card down and stop listening to the government and stop listening to the mandates and start living back the way we were. I, I'm telling you now, this will be a much better place. But... um. I do pray that the world becomes a better place than, we, than Jesus had when he walked the earth. We got to learn from God's example that he set on stone. It's in concrete. The, four, the Ten Commandments is love one another, Christ loved you. It ain't just there for decorations. It's real. And to bring the plane down... We should follow what First Corinthians says. 13. Love is patient. Love is all this. When I was a child, I taught like a child. I did childish things, but when I became a man, I put those childish things away. But three things remain. Faith, hope, and love. And the greatest of these is love. Christmas the spirit of Christmas is here. We need to embrace it more. And do the example of what the wise men and the shepherds did. Rejoice in the Lord and gave to other men. Because Emmanuel is with us. Let's pray. Father God, I pray that we be more like you. More than conquerors and having the enemy underfoot. Father, have us learn from the example of 1 Corinthians 13. Love, faith, and hope. And the greatest of these is love. In Jesus' name, amen. I hope you have an awesome home day. And it don't mean sexual. It means having a home day like the camel said. And I quote.
you know what today is? Hump day! So you guys have a blessed day. Let Jesus be the platform of your life. And let God be your love of your life. I'm Janae Wildheart, and this is The Warrior, signing off. Peace and be blessed.